Hey, it's Seto Kaiba, and you're watching Anime Egotists. I don't know why these guys don't know how to duel, unless they learn from Yugi, who cheats, or maybe Joey, who's a dog. Oh, why don't you have some more jelly donuts, like Brock, and maybe you'll get better. Hmm? Not. Oh, and <laughs> I play my blue eyes white dragon and kick your butts. <laughs> And welcome back to the Anime Egotists, where we don't have a lot of money, but we at least know to pay our writers, actors, anybody who would work for us. Wait, you're not paying me. I know, this is a dual thing. You're not getting paid and I'm not getting paid either, so, it's, so it works out. Alright. Anyways, my name's Alex, and my dual taining is not great, but I still do my best to swing into action. No, that's it's still not a great catchphrase. Okay, I have, I have. Is that arc five? Very good. I'm Richard. I really don't know much past uh, GX and a little bit of five Ds. That's correct. And since we love Yu-Gi-Oh so much, you might think to yourselves, "Oh, okay, it's time for another Yu-Gi-Oh related list." Well, not exactly, because you see, it's been 19 years since the Pyramid of Light movie came out. And it was one of the first anime movies I ever saw that all of my friends were hyped about. I remember seeing it and really enjoying it. I don't really remember. Yu-Gi-Oh! wasn't the biggest thing at my elementary school, so I didn't... Uh, so it just wasn't that big, I think. Was, I, there, I had friends who were, wanted to see it and saw it, but that was about it. That is horrifyingly tragic. But... At the same time, though, people seem to like when we review movies. We don't do it that often, and I apologize for that. But at the same time, though, we figure it's been almost 20 years. Let's get, up, let's get ahead of this review before everybody else decides to do it and review Yu-Gi-Oh! the movie, The Pyramid of Light. Does it hold up? Is it awful? Is it neither? Well, let's find out together. All right. So you kind of want to go scene by scene, or how do you want to do this? Let's let's just do what we're used to doing. So yeah, that. All right. So from what I remember, it opens up uh, on uh, Yugi working on the Millennium Puzzle and a group of uh, archaeologists in Egypt discovering the tomb of Anubis. That's correct. And the more Yugi completes the Millennium Puzzle, the more they seem to be the more they seem to get trapped in the tomb and presumably die. So Yuki's responsible for that. Exactly. It, everything started in this world when Yugi completed that Millennium Puzzle. Card games would have died out years ago had he not completed it. So in the end, it was worth it. But regardless, this when Yugi completes the puzzle, a lot of these random dual spirits pop up and try to basically attack him, including Karibo, which... um. I'm not used to Karibo trying to look menacing. It, it doesn't it doesn't work for me. No, but then we get a Pharaoh, a Tem, Yami Yugi, whatever you want to call him at this point, who uh, takes over Yugi for the first time and banishes the spirits. And we get the cutback to the door slamming it on the uh, archaeologist in the tomb of Anubis and then pretty much being killed. Yeah. Even in four kids, the four kids version, they really don't try to mince things about that. But regardless, we get the narrator who 
I guess there's a television network where all you all they show is card games, and it's like Yugi Moto has become king of games, and it shows Mako, it shows my Rex and Weevil, and a bunch of random nobody saying, "Oh, I could do I could do circles around this kid," which I'm like, I you didn't even qualify for the final, so I don't think that's true. But hey, why stop their dreams now? Yeah, it's like, and they're pretty much saying. Is Yugi really that good, or um, is it the god cards in his deck that make him unbeatable? It's like he beat like every duelist that he had to to win those cards. Plus, like even before then, he lost like two duels, and most of the time it was because of shenanigans of the other duelist. Or he just, or he just surrendered to Rebecca, which um, yeah. But that's another weird thing. It's they never really reveal like it's kind of up and down when it comes to is this movie canon or not because they address it in the filler I'm pretty sure, but I I don't know there's a lot of weird stuff happening and honestly and going back to it when I I was actually kind of sad because you see my watching the TV and she looks very sad about what's going on I'm like oh wow the writers completely forgot about her that um that sucks. Yeah, I mean, if if you take this in as canon and tie it in with uh, season four, I think yeah, season four, then that look actually does a lot, showing that she really was depressed by herself before meeting um, the Seal of Orcalcos group. But yeah, it, it's unfortunately it's only that one scene. So she's th- that's your uh, my Valentine scene for the uh, episode. Yeah, that sucks because even I always liked my Valentine, but but ever since I got older, I'm like, no, my my might be one of my favorite characters in Yu-Gi-Oh. But regardless, we see a little, I guess, a simulation of Yugi versus Kaiba, and Kaiba decides the whole the one trick he usually does, the summon blue eyes ultimate dragon. Yugi has all three god cards on the field and gives Obelisk inf- infinite attack points. Uh, sure, okay. And but Kaiba decides, no, I can still win. I'm gonna attack, which sure. I don't know why they wouldn't let me do that at locals. They just told me that I was stupid and I couldn't have more than one god card and then told me to leave. <sighs> and then he jumps up on the blue eyes ultimate dragon's head and he's he's like, huh, now I'm on top of the blue eyes. I'm like, why? Even even if you win, there's a good chance you're going to fall and die. But Yugi wins the simulation and Kaiba fires all of his staff and says, oh, well, I guess I'll just have to beat Yugi on my own, which, yeah, which leads to the next scene. Yeah. Doesn't it cut back to uh, Yugi's school at this point being surrounded? or is well, that no, it, well, that's the more interesting scene, but before that, we get this I guess invisible figure walking up into walking into Pegasus' oh, okay. room and putting a card on the deck, and, and Pegasus has a dream about the pyramid of light of the pyramid of light. He wakes up and he says, "That's it, no more white wine spritzers before bed for me." And I'm like, "Oh God, Pegasus!" That that's something that his uh, that little Karibo would do in the Abridge series, like. I don't. I think he literally didn't change that line in the. Uh... I ended up watching the Abridged series movie right after. He just said the pyramid was tacky, which it. it I mean, it kind of was, but 
We can't all be as stylish as Pegasus. But yeah, so it's one of those. Yeah, I, I do remember the scene. I just forgot the order, but yeah, it's one of those. I the line is so weird. I, I don't even know what the Japanese line was. I hope I don't. I assume it wasn't white wine spritzers. Maybe it was I, sake. I, I kind of hope it was. But regardless, we also get at Yugi's grandpa looking at the exhibit like, oh, well, I have to go see this Pyramid of Light, which, uh, which I, you would think the characters in this these shows would know by now. Maybe just avoid the really dangerous artifact. Maybe don't go searching out for it, but I, I, I guess not. Yeah, but it's got that uh, the Millennium Eye on it, so they've got to go see it and yeah. figure out what it is. Yeah regardless regardless we also end up seeing oh goodness we see kaiba in a blue eyes white dragon jet plane but it has an awesome song that goes with it so yeah that's all that song is incredible <laughs> at the same time though as a kid here's the thing when i saw this in the theaters as a kid i just thought to myself oh okay he has a jet whatever but now i'm older i'm like this is so stupid it doesn't make any sense you could just take a regular plane okay no what do you think i've been training in all these last few months it, it, that might actually make it worth it as long as it comes with the badass theme song but he gets to the island pegasus's island and says hey hey um you have a card that can beat the god cards you should give it to me and honestly this movie just made me realize how much i love pegasus because he's such a cheeky he's a he's just so cheeky in the sense that he just said this to kaiba it's just like, like my dear friend kaiba boy and kaiba's like we were never friends and pegasus is like oh sounds like someone needs a hug i'm like i can hang out with pegasus but he also says that he that kaiba doesn't deserve the one card that can beat eat the god cards because he keeps losing to yugi and kaiba believes in himself so much that he wagers his blue eyes all three of them which are the only ones in existence yep and, and this is the point that we get the first cut back to yugi if, right is i there... believe so i'm not trying to go in any specific order uh, because even watching this yesterday i was kind of like i'm this feels like this order feels weird but we see people running from the school well, and everybody's kind of surprised about it, even though apparently this has happened before when, according to Joey, meatloaf surprise was being served, which <laughs> I don't even want to think about it. it but they see a bunch of the stu the characters from before who are like, hey, we could beat you, Yugi, and they all start storming him <laughs> to try to duel him. I don't know why, but they all it just seem so ridiculous how they're like, no, please give me a chance. I can beat those god cards. Please, please. But... Uh, I don't know. If I was Yuki, I'd be like, fine, I'll take you all on at once. I'm the main character. I got this. Yeah, and this is another moment that you realize they still draw Yugi way too short. I know that there are kids that are definitely shorter, but I mean, he's like half the size of everybody else there, including the girls that are standing there, and they're supposed to be high schoolers. Yeah. So. Yeah, so there, it makes sense that they're, that Tay is able to sneak off Yugi to, I guess, the back. That's what they said, of like the back of the school, the back of the area. And back Joey exit or something. Joey and Tristan honestly might be my favorite parts of this movie because they have the best lines. They have some of the best moments. Which they start running off, and then they and then the crowd says, "Yeah, forget about those chickens." And then suddenly that teeth says Joey and Tristan <laughs> to like stop in their tracks. 
And Joey basically says, fine, I'll fight all of you because I might not be first place, but I got far and I'm the godfather of games. <laughs> you guys start to realize why Joey's our favorite character? Yeah, yeah he's he's always there and has the, he's always had good lines even like the and the thing is they're not dated or anything they're just fun no oh and i especially love how the out if you follow joey's voice actor on twitter you know how much he loves and respects joey and he says godfather of games on a pretty regular occasion so i'm like i'm glad that line had good use but then it's basically implied that joey just beat every one of the duelists because it's because it look it's not like tristan's gonna help at all oh it's even though that one guy who summons injection fairy lily and attacks on the first turn i'm like okay no you're disqualified from every single duel you're disqualified from every single duel even the duels you've already won you're disqualified from them yeah your record is now oh and insert however many duels you've ever competed in and ever will compete in yeah but Joey ends up winning, and Yugi and Taya, for some reason, pop back up and say, oh, it's the coast clear, and they get chased off, and Joey and Tristan get trampled, while Joey says he could have been a contender. He is. He really is. And then we also get the Pegasus-Kaiba duel, which, um, mm -hmm. it, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's enjoyable getting to see the tunes again versus um, uh, Kaiba and his blue eyes and well, the XYZ monsters. These are your That's... favorites. Yeah, but from what I remember, he only uses them a little bit in this duel. Yeah, well, he they, they, they never had a great. They should have had their own duelist rather than being like Kaiba's side monsters. Well, they got that with Chaz, and then they became Chaz's side monsters, but. Ultimately, Kaiba and Kaiba ends up winning, and then he sit, he base Joey. No, not Joey. Kaiba ends up picking up the cards from. I guess there's a suitcase that Pegasus has. He's like, "Oh, so you were hiding two cards?" And Pegasus is like, "Yeah, what? Um, no, there only there's only one card," which leads to some trouble. Exactly. We it harkens back to the invisible person walking through and placing an extra card in the deck. It's the exact opposite of. Almost every kind of one of these movies you would expect, you'd expect that someone to be stealing a card, not planting something. Yeah. And not to mention, we get back to the museum, and Taya is not a fan of mummies, I, I guess. And they find Yuki's grandpa and talk about the Pyramid of Light and just the, just the MacGuffin of the movie. Exactly. So, yeah, the um, Tomb of Anubis has been brought to the local museum, which is weird that it keeps going to Tokyo. Or wherever they're at in Japan and Domino City, sorry. Yeah, J Japan. But where in Japan? Domino City. Where is that? Japan. <laughs> yeah, but it's um, yeah, and you see what looks like an upside down Millennium Puzzle painted blue. Like I said, tacky. And uh, if I remember correctly, we get a little bit about like the curse in uh, the prophecy about Anubis returning or something at this point as well. Yeah, and it shows Yugi and Kaiba dueling, and Yugi ends up having a concussion, I guess, because he he wakes up on the floor, and his grandpa's on the floor too, and Taya's trying to wake him up, and for some reason he says, hey, Taya, 
can you tell me the story about the bunny? And Taya's like, I'm just going to pretend that's the concussion talk, talking and forget about that. I'm like, no, if it's a concussion, maybe you should get him to the hospital. But no, Yugi just runs off. Yep. And if I remember correctly, uh, Kaiba pulls up in front of him at this point. Or no, Mokuba pulls up yeah, in front of him. And he says, bring your, of course, you need to bring your dual disc. I'm like, what other reason? What, I would love to know a situation where it's like, you know what, leave your dual disc behind. You, you're not going to need, don't, don't bring your deck, don't bring your dual disc. But like, of course, Mokuba. Bring your dungeon dice monsters. I'd actually pay to see that. But he basically get, but, and then it shows Joey and Tristan, I guess, walking from after getting trampled and they're complaining. And then Joey says, well, of course, or, or, or I'm out of, of course, I'm getting destroyed because I did all the work. Then again, Tristan, you duel worse than my mom. Yeah. I, I kind of want to see if it's at this point, I kind of want to see Joey's mom destroy Tristan in the duel. I just, I need to see it just for the context. Yeah. I mean, the only time we've, I, we've seen Tristan duel is in the, uh, uh, God, what was it? The, uh, virtual world arc with uh, Noah Kaiba. I guess. Something, something like that. Yeah, but we've seen Joey's mom duel even less than that. So I just assume that's how Joey's so good. His mom's just the best duelist in the world, but we just don't know it. Yeah, she just does it in her tournaments. She's got like, she's got four or five sets of Exodia and she's actually got her own set of blue eyes that she's hidden from the world. Yeah. And base and so Yugi gets to I guess the stadium or wherever or there Kaiba's supposed to be at and Kaiba's like no it's the Kaiba Dome oh uh, sure why not uh, but he show but he shows up, up transforms into the Pharaoh and Kaiba's like hey we're gonna duel because I can beat your God cards and and the Pharaoh is noticeably like hey something weird's going on maybe we shouldn't be doing this. But like the set of normal set of Kaiba thing, he understands, he listens, and no, he, he doesn't do that. He just it's at times you rewatch these movies and you start to realize that Sendo Kaiba is completely insane. Yeah, it's the fact that he's seen all the this like I mean, Yugi grows two feet when he shouts his name at, before the start of a duel, and uh he's had his own mind crushed. Yeah, all these different mystical, magical things, and yet he still doesn't believe a word of it. I, yeah. Yeah, but it gets to the point where if it wasn't such a beloved character, you would realize he's kind of an idiot. But we'll, we'll talk about that more maybe another day. Ultimately, they decide to have their duel, and when Kaiba walks out, there are these images of monsters, of holograms being shot towards him which I guess are supposed to make him look more badass. I, I, Yugi didn't get those. But anyways, Joey and Tristan get inside and Mokuba locks the exits and just shuts the whole thing down. They start their duel and I, I don't really feel like running through the whole duel, but we, we get to see some cool stuff from Yugi. We get to see his kings, queens, and jacks knight, which mm -hmm. sadly did not have a fusion at this point, even though that would have been awesome to see. E and of course, Skyba comes up with the plan and when for when Yugi summons all three Egyptian god cards, which he forcefully brings out. Yep, which is, if I remember correctly, to activate the Pyramid of Light trap card, which has its own unique effect in this movie only and is completely different in the actual game. Yeah, the game, the, the actual game, nobody cares about the Pyramid of Light, but this is remove all god cards from play. But the 
but the really dumb thing is it's not even like it trapped the god gods or anything. Obelisk just reached forward to touch the pyramid and basically got them all killed. So it sums up to me that Obelisk is the dumb one out of the Egyptian god cards. Well, he is the only one that has a set like power level while all th- the other two can become more powerful due to other shenanigans. I know, but it's just like at the same time, I just be like, man, just don't touch it. But uh, okay. Hey, all the god cards get removed, and but the Pyramid of Light starts doing some crazy stuff, and it traps Yugi in the puzzle. Mm-hmm. Along with Joey and Tristan. Yeah, and they, they, get sucked in, they get sucked in, and they wake up in the endless halls of the Millennium Puzzle, while Joey says, I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. Which implies that Domino City is Domino City, Kansas. I really want a version of The Wizard of Oz where Joey is the main character. You can't tell me you would be a little bit curious to see that movie. As long as he says, uh, just to add more confusion, we're not in Brooklyn anymore. Warts for me. No, he says Australia. We're all like, what? Wait, you mean No, now I'm just confused. But Yuki's searching for the Pharaoh and he can't get out. But at... Atem, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm so used to calling him the Pharaoh or Yami, but Atem says, Kaiba, do you have any idea what's going on? We have to stop this duel. And Kaiba refuses, but the duel continues. I, I gotta say, this duel is kind of weird compared to all the other Yugi and Kaiba duels, but it's a little bit on the weird side. Yeah. It's... It's really hard to describe. It just doesn't feel 100% right because of i guess how dominant kind of plays it the entire time yeah and he also has a card called petan the dark clown and i'm like wait you mean like lord of dragons or xyz they they were helpful early on but really just this weird looking clown okay yeah but pretty much i mean from what i remember of the duel um kaiba plays several cards that allow like when his monster comes back to the field yugi loses a quarter of his deck so that's such a that's such a bullcrap card it's like oh and my monster's destroyed you lose 10 cards from your deck um what no this no oh but they're all they also they also get to a point where not not mokuba uh teya and solomon moto actually get in i don't remember how or where considering mokuba sealed the exits but um isn't it uh doesn't did they fly in with pegasus no no they get saved by pegasus but i i don't remember maybe mokuba's just really mad at his job which yeah i kind of see it i just swore that that was it because doesn't i thought taya jumps out of the helicopter that was to get into the people i'll 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 explain i know what you're talking about and we're almost there Okay. But we get to, but later in the duel, it gets to the point where I actually really like that Yugi is actually using cards. We don't really see him use that often at this point. Like he uses Magician's Valkyria, which looks exactly like Dark Magician Girl, but I like Magician's Valkyria better. And he ends up also using Sorcerer of Dark Magic, which was one of the free cards you got when you went to the movies all those years ago. And he ends up beating Kaiba's Blue Eyes Ultimate Dragon, an effect that doesn't happen in real life, but the the movie needs to make sense. Yeah, this, that's the one thing about this movie is that they really 
the card effects really don't make sense. No, not not really. But I've kind of grown used to it. I've grown to accept it. But Kaiba plays the other card, the original card that could beat the god cards, which is, of course, a Blue Eyes themed card. Blue Eyes, Shining Dragon. And this thing is super cool, but why does it have to be a Blue Eyes card? Why is it even in the anime Blue Eyes cards get way more support than they should? Because at one point they actually were usable. I've actually learned about that in real life. There was some Blue Eyes decks that competed for uh, championships before. People still try using Blue Eyes decks against me, and I've actually found a workaround for it. But I guess that's the power of Abyss Actors. No one really knows how to figure them out. Oh, but regardless, Blue Eyes Shining Dragon can negate just about anything and destroy and destroys a lot of Yugi's monsters. <laughs> Meanwhile, back in the puzzle, you apparently you there are zombies in Anubis's tomb, which is in the puzzle. So they start chasing Yugi, and then they chase Joey and Tristan, and they run off and basically decide, oh. Every time during the duel somebody gets hurt, their life force gets taken, I guess, so they decide to follow it, basically back to the tomb, and Yugi decides that he wants to do things on his own, but of course Joey and Tristan basically say, hey, you're not doing this on your own, we're friends, we're gonna stick together, all, all that usual stuff they talk about. Yes, and I do love the scene where Yugi finds the zombie mummy things and uh, is running from them, and then... And I forgot, I forgot what exactly what he yells, but it's absolutely hilarious because he's running past Joey and Tristan. And they both I think turn he and said, talk, talk later, run now. Something along those lines. But and, when jo and Joey and Tristan are like, what? And they both look, and as they're running off, Tristan yells, zoinks. Yes. It's like, oh, and I, I forgot that this is, this, yes, it's a four kids dub, but in the US, it was on Kids WB, which owned the rights to Scooby-Doo at this time as well. Oh, goodness gracious. I'd still rather watch that than Velma, but yeah. Anyway, is so so Pegasus shows up in a helicopter and saves Mokuba, Yugi's grandpa, and Taya because the whole place is coming apart with how the destructive the duel is getting. Pegasus basically explains everything, and Taya note re comes at Taya realizes that her friends are stuck in the pyramid, so she. Her soul gets sucked into the Pyramid of Light, and she's floating, which I still don't know how she's able to do that, and she's doing her friendship speech, saying, hey, we're all gonna be here for each other. We have your back, Yugi, and then Anubis sends her to the zombies, only for Taya to spit, do a spinning roundhouse kick and knock off two of the <laughs> zombies' heads. And I'm like, why can't she do this more often? That was the That might have been the best thing Taya's ever done. Yeah, she, well, the thing is that we don't, what we don't see in the dark timeline is that Taya took over the world because she was actually willing to beat the crap out of people rather than uh, uh, just duel people for stuff. Well, if you're not solving your problems with card games, and I can't be your friends. That's not how, that's not a... And then we get scenes where a, shock, a shockingly violent scene where Joey, Taya, and Tristan are beating up zombies and dismembering them, but they're still just getting up like it's nothing. And the zombies aren't even fighting back. They're just chasing them or getting close. Or in one case, one zombie grabs another one's head, puts it in front of Taya's face, and she starts freaking out. I'm like, these. I feel like these zombies are just messing with them. I don't think they're actually evil. I think they're just lonely. 
Yeah, they're just there to delay them. They're not really there to cause them any harm. They, you have to have subjects when you come back to life. Yeah, and he, Trist, somebody, Tristan kicks up his foot through the the mummy's chest, and he just looks down. Mum just looks down. I don't know why, but this scene is unintentionally hilarious when you think, "Wow, four kids really just said, yeah, go nuts." Yeah, well, I I think there would have been if four kids had probably had their way to. Uh, fully edit this the way four kids edits things this movie would have been an episode time and length and that would have been it so jeez, oh, that's the worst part is you're not even fully wrong but they also get back to the duel and kaiba keeps saying kaiba's having this inner monologue with himself how he wants to destroy yugi using using his own god cards rather than using i guess blue eyes shining dragon mm -hmm. but he decides to use the god cards but Anubis shows up. Yeah, but pretty much, yeah, it's Anubis that's been whispering in Kaiba's ear using his own, using Kaiba's voice. And, of course, Pyramid of Light's still active, so he has to destroy that somehow in order to uh, pretty much be, get access to summoning the god cards back on his side of the field. Exactly. And it's also shown at one point when he grabs Kaiba by the head and just tosses him somehow. How it, it's also it's it's just weird because he looks naked at that point and Kaipa ends up getting injured due to that throw, oh, and it shows them back in the tomb and Yugi grabs a dagger I guess which apparently in the English version that the dagger was like a focal point but in the Japanese version he just needs something to break the eye on the pyramid he tosses it it hits it hits the eye and nothing happens at least for a few seconds and then it starts cracking. Yep, which is kind of what Anubis wanted. Uh, it's, it's kind of hard. This is where it gets a little convoluted because it's like he it's foiling his plan, but not. Yeah, but ultimately Yugi Ta Yugi and the gang get out, and there's all I guess there's a flaw with the Pyramid of Light. So he use so Yugi uses Blue Eyes Shining Dragon's effect to destroy the Pyramid of Light, and um. Yeah, I guess in a way he kind of wins, but Anubis is still Anubis is still around. So he end, so Yugi ends up bringing back his god cards, cards, and they all fuse together because I guess they can just do that whenever they feel like it, and they presumably destroy Anubis. Yeah, which means that we've got two different fusions of uh, the god cards that we've actually never gotten in real life. The purple. Um obelisk that's the fusion of all three and then obelisk with the wing dragon of raw and slifer on his arms yeah i'm cannons. not gonna i'm not gonna pretend like i know what the fusion of the card is it's but ultimately then anubis comes back as his own monster and he decides to destroy the plant destroy and take over the planet and, and it's shown that joey actually tries to stop him with gear freed and guilford and it does not work a for effort but it does not work yeah, it's but it's enough to distract him for a few seconds, which allows Kaiba and Yugi to recover enough to be standing at least. Yeah, and and uh, what's his name? Kaiba gives Yugi the blue eyes shining dragon, and it destroys a new. It completely destroys Anubis. And the Japanese version, I believe, it says the blue eyes shining dragon actually like destroyed itself alongside Anubis. But in the English version, I guess we can assume it's still alive. Yeah, there's no real talk about what happened with the cards that were involved in that this time. 
Yeah, which you think Pegasus could just create another one, but whatever. But anyways, <laughs> and then they get one as the duel is over, or or Kaiba walks over to J- Kaiba walks over to the game. And, and, and they're all thinking to themselves, do you really think Anubis could come back? It's like, oh, and Pegasus says, oh, no, there's no way. Nobody comes <laughs> comes back from getting beaten up that many times, unless you're Kaiba. Oh, I'm sorry. Was that too soon? I'm like, Pegasus, who hurt you in this movie? Why is Pegasus? Pegasus feels even more petty than usual in this movie, and I'm kind of here for it. Well, Kaiba's now uh, able to beat him, so yeah. Yeah, and... I specifically remember this because I had to put the subtitles on. Kaiba specifically says, Yugi, save your bull. Oh, save your bull of friendship. And he legitimately says bull. I'm like, oh, four kids, you were really testing yourselves there. And he says, we all know if it wasn't for Anubis, the winner of this duel would have been me. And then Yugi does this. Yugi talks to him for a bit. And Kaiba's like, okay, this conversation's over. We're leaving. And, And then Yugi does a friendship speech of how, oh, even if Kaiba beats me, he doesn't have any friends. And it's because the people you love are important. I'm like, he has Mokuba, doesn't he? Yeah, but does Mokuba really count? No, 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 he he, he doesn't. He, he doesn't. But ultimately, it kind of just ends. The movie just mm-hmm. kind of ends when it's just like, uh, he ends on a friendship speech. And the credits don't really do anything. And yeah, it's it just ends there. Yeah, so... Overall, what are your thoughts on the movie? Does it hold up or as a movie? No. As a Yu-Gi-Oh experience, yes. I tend to agree. The ending is so sudden. It's like the big climax, there's like three lines, and then it's over. And just yeah. There, but there's like little climaxes throughout it. it the battle it's really it's weirdly paced for a movie but for a Yu-Gi-Oh experience I would agree it's enjoyable yeah uh, it does make me kind of sad though we don't really get these movies anymore we don't get movies to wrap up the series like we got Dark Side of Dimensions but that was just for this movie we got Bonds Beyond Time so I guess that wrap even though that doesn't even really wrap up 5D's story that's at a different point but we didn't get a, really a movie for GX or Zexel, I believe, or any of the other series. It it, it kind of makes me sad they don't do these anymore. Yeah, I mean, I know that this was they were trying to kind of pick up on the Pokemon idea of getting money off of a movie every so often, but they, they these became so infrequent that just it never really did anything. Yeah. That being said, though, I enjoyed the I enjoyed the duels. It's a it's a it's a funnier movie than I was expecting. Maybe that's just because Pegasus is in it and the Godfather of Game. And it's one of the few times they do a friendship speech. At least when Taya shows up and then Roundhouse kicks some zombies, I was okay with that one. The one at the end, though, I was just like, okay, Yugi, shut up. But but I I don't know. This movie does have a charm to it, and it doesn't hold up in a, in some areas, but I I still also happily watch it again. Yeah, it's. I think you mentioned earlier that the pacing is weird because they cut between, especially right at the start when they're cutting between. Well, not right at the start, right after the kind of intro where Yugi's building the puzzle, where they cut between Kaiba, 
uh, Pegasus and Yugi for like the first 10, 15 minutes, and it's several short scenes. It's just, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently the Japanese version has like 20 more minutes of stuff that we just don't get to see. Maybe that's the issue with it. I didn't watch the Japanese version because I just didn't feel like searching for it. That and plus we're, I mean, we both grew up having watched this one a few times, I'm assuming. So it'd be yeah. kind of weird to throw in more for I saw the I saw it twice in theaters, got the exact same cards each time. The only one I remember getting was I got uh Watapon. Yeah, the manliest card in Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. And which one did you get? I don't I both times I got Sorcerer of Dark Magic. I'm like, okay, this is cool, but where's my blue eyes shining dragon? And then I finally ended up getting it and I'm like, oh wait, I don't have blue eyes ultimate dragon, so I can't use this. <laughs> Oh god, I had I had Blue Eyes Ultimate Dragon, but I only had one Blue Eyes White oh, Dragon, so I could summon it. <laughs> oh goodness! Yes, I, I do. I will say it does. I know we usually point out stuff like this before, but it does sort of feel like this is a Yugi. This is a Yugi movie, and the other characters are just sort of there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kaiba plays a good villain i would say overall not i mean not a great but a pretty good he's still his kind of greedy uh power hungry self and wanting to get the title and all that so but yeah the rest just kind of feel like okay they're there to be the obligatory background characters or side characters yeah i will say though well, I'm, a, I'm more okay with it because Kaiba basically gets his own movie with Dark Side Dimension. And so, in, in a sense, that kind of felt, that movie felt more like a love letter to his character than this one did. So I'll give it a pass. Yeah, and eventually we will be reviewing that one. I know we will. Personally, if we had to go in order, I'd rather review Bonds Beyond Time first just because, I don't know. No, that, mo- that, movie felt, that movie feels fun to me. Yeah, no, I... I don't know which when we're gonna do both reviews, but we will do both eventually. Yeah. Then again, maybe I'm just saying that because it has GX and five Ds in it, my two favorite series. Potentially, potentially Arc Five, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Arc Five's weird for me. Yeah, I've only, I, I think I've seen like the opening episode of every series now, but just to kind of get a feel for what the series were and. Uh, I don't know. They're they're so weird. Yeah, I have heard Yu Gi Oh Sevens is very good though. Oh, I didn't even know that one was out yet. I thought it last it, it is, and it has a video game. It has a video game where you actually play as your own character. It's shocking. That's what I've been asking for for years again. But just Yu Gi Oh Sevens based on the Duel Links style of dueling. I th- some something like that. I don't know. The duel, I don't think the duels are exactly like that, but it's different. I just, I, if I remember correctly, it's like a three by three field instead of a five by five. That is correct. That much I remember. Or it's been a minute. Two. It's been a minute since I've looked at the game. But yes, but I'm trying to think if there's. I, I do. What do you think of the animation? And uh, I thought it was. I thought when I saw it, I was happy. I was like, oh my god, I actually really like how this looks. It looks like upgraded. That's yeah, it's definitely got that um two thousands era movie where you can tell it's probably the same studio or someone who 
does similar work, but they put a lot more kind of care, I would say. The, the animation does look really good for not that big of a movie or yeah. big action I, movie. I will say, though, I liked the first Yu-Gi-Oh! movie more than the first Pokemon movie. The first Pokemon movie is just a giant mess. I can understand, and I, I know that that might get us a good bit of flack because I think a lot of people like that first one a lot. Well, a lot of people can also get flack because they're wrong, so it's it's cool. Oh, we're going back to our old catchphrase, huh? Yeah, sure. <laughs> why not? Why not? Sure. It's it's what we were built on. But ultimately, like I said, I enjoyed the movie. Some pacing issues aside, and like I said, it's not a good movie, but it's a good Yu-Gi-Oh movie, and I think. I'm okay with living with that. Yeah, I mean, it does everything exactly what you would expect from a Yu-Gi-Oh! movie. It introduces a unique villain that's never talked about really again. It introduces a handful of new cards that are not necessarily staples or anything in the actual game, but are, despite the fact that they're, actually, if I think about it, not really used at all, they're pretty, I, I think most People who even play the games and never watch the show know Blue Eyes Shining Dragon, the Pyramid of Light. They know that they're connected to this movie and will Lava Pawn. Yeah. The manliest card in the game. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I'm, I, I, I'm not going to lie, though. A part of me re thinks to myself, if Kaiba won this duel and if it was just straight up, something tells me he would suffer. Like somehow the Rise would find a way to piss him off. Yeah, it'd be one of those. Um, something would happen, and of course, Yugi would win the God cards back if they had had him win. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, or like they get destroyed by Time Wizard or something. Or God, I was thinking. Um, and I don't know why. I for some reason I thought that this movie kind of had its big climax of. Because it, it had been so long since I saw it, I thought it was kind of um, kind of standing there, tries to destroy the Pyramid of Light, and uh, Anubis takes over his body, and his body like ripples and changes into Anubis's. Wow. That would have been horrifying. And I, I was like, God, that's what I remember. And then I, I was like, so I, I was weird when I was nope, rewatching this. Just a naked muscular man throwing Kaiba to the side. By his head. And I just, I, as I said, it's been years since I had seen this movie until I watched it for this review. Yeah. What did you think of Anubis? And again, I think it's the timing. He's not a great villain, in my opinion, because he's not in it enough. If we, if they played it up more of him kind of being in Kaiba's mind, talking with him, and you get that back and forth where he's trying to convince Kaiba to do something one way to let him get power and then have him it may, and maybe that's what the 20 minutes that you talked about earlier is I think would make him a better villain if, if he was actually shown doing this stuff versus just kind of appearing the last 10 minutes of the movie. I will say compared to most Yu-Gi-Oh villains, I at least felt like Anubis was menacing in some regard. Like, I took him more seriously than the Shadow Riders. Yeah, that's probably a good... Yeah. Yeah, but when one of the Shadow Riders says the voice of Christopher Walken, it's kind of hard to take him seriously. I love Christopher Walken, but when I, 
I don't want to think, oh, Yu-Gi-Oh villain when I hear his voice. I don't know what you're talking about. That's all he's known for, isn't it? <laughs> no, no. Somebody's never seen Hairspray. <laughs> Uh, but no, yeah, he, this is it. Yeah, but overall, I just I don't think he's a great villain. I, no, I, I if I, he I, was I, more in it, and if we got more of him, like trying to convince, like be that voice in Kaiba's mind and stuff, and we knew it was him hundred percent for most of the movie, then we would it might fit better. All right, but yeah, other than that though, I like this movie. I'd happily watch it again, but not anytime soon because I just watched it yesterday exactly it's one of those that every so often you go i want to watch something classic but i don't want to go have to go back and watch an entire season to uh to remember every little detail so this is a good place to go yeah will our next review like this be Yu-Gi-Oh related i kind of doubt it i i don't know i kind of figured at this point we could i don't know when our next review would be because i finally figured it could be something like a Pokemon movie, because because people have been asking for that. Yeah, I, I, I think we'll be starting out. I, we've already kind of done a review of the Pokemon the first movie, so... Not doing it again. Yeah, just, if you want to know our f- opinions on that movie, go watch the Pokemon, the first Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution movie. Oh, that was, when we, that was when we were on Skype and neither of us had a good mic. You don't have to go back, but uh, you don't have to go back and watch that video. Please, don't. Just, just if you if you absolutely have to know what our opinions were about the first movie, that's where you'll have to go. From. Yeah, I don't know. We have some fans of ours who will watch anything we do, and I love them for that. But I'm also a little scared about it. Yeah, because I've tried to go back, and I absolutely hate how I sound on mic. Oh, boo! Freaking who? Yeah. Well, I don't. At least I don't have to edit. So once again, boo! Freaking who? What? I literally said, at least I don't have to, because I'm acknowledging that you do all that work. Well, not all of it, but just most of it. But regardless, like I said, hey, as a as a regular movie, doesn't really work. As a Yu-Gi-Oh movie, I thoroughly enjoy Pyramid of Light. I think it's mm-hmm. fun, and the characters are funny. Nothing really annoys me too much about it outside of just some minor quips, but it's just a good time. I recommend a rewatch if you haven't seen it in a while, or if you just haven't seen it in general, just go out and watch it. Yeah, it's one of those, and unfortunately, unless you can find, I think, a VHS or DVD copy of it, you don't get the cards, so... Yeah, but most of those cards are probably pretty cheap nowadays. I don't think... I think if they're actually the ones from the movie, then they're not that... they're more expensive. I don't know. I'm not gonna pretend like I know where mine are at this exact moment, so whatever. But regardless, anything else, or are we ready to close out? I think we're ready to close out. Alright, so... Ladies, gentlemen, and others, what do you guys think of the first Yu-Gi-Oh! movie? Do you think it's good? Do you think it's bad? Does it hold up? Have your thoughts changed at all all upon a rewatch? Just let us know. Yeah, and, I mean, do you want us to go through and finish the other two big Yu-Gi-Oh! movies and Bonds Bonds Beyond Time and the, uh, whatever the other one was, I forgot. Dark Side of Dimensions? Yep. (laughs) I've only seen Dark Side of Dimensions once, so that would be an interesting one one and i'd have to do a rewatch. <laughs> a lot of you like our Yu-Gi-Oh content some of you want us to just do Yu-Gi-Oh content i'm sorry i can't do that but it's too it's too much Yu-Gi-Oh. i would suffer burnout this channel would not last long 
yeah, we've already, I mean, that's why we went on a little hiatus from Pokemon for a little while, because we had done way too much Pokemon. Yeah, and now I'm at the point where I'm like, oh, maybe we can finally wrap up Journeys, sort of, kind of, maybe? Yeah, we because we're behind technically one on our reviews, we'll probably just do one thing to wrap up Journeys. Hey, that's not our fault. That's, Netflix, that's Netflix's fault and everything, but... And who knows, we're not just going to do Yu-Gi-Oh! Pokemon. Maybe we'll do some other anime. Maybe some anime that have never got their own specific videos on the channel. But that's another point for another day. Tell us what you think of the movie. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe. And we'll see you next time. This has been Alex. And Richard. And you have been listening to Anime Egotists. Good night. And peace easy.